Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Rejoice. Our title today for our message is Rejoice. Many of us have heard that uh, during the holidays. Rejoice, you know, and a lot of us still don't really know what that means. So we're going to dive in and do a little research on that word rejoice and uh, <clears throat> and find out what that means. First of all, we wanted to uh, thank you here at Grace Teaching Ministry uh, for uh, letting us be an encouragement to you. We uh, always see you as the most important person here because without you we cannot teach. We learn so we can teach. We teach so we can learn. A famous uh, a scripture that's used an awful lot during the Christmas holidays is Second Corinthians 9.15. Paul says this, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And, uh, you know, the gift, of course, what the gift is, of course, we know that's Christ. You know, one of the promises that he made when he rose from the dead was uh, peace be with you. And so we know that uh, rejoice, you know, Jesus, first of all, died, you know, for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. And so, yes, Jesus was born in a manger, and that's the Christmas message, and uh, that's a great message. But there's more to the story. He grew up, and he had ministries here on earth, and uh, he chose disciples and left them an example of how to live dependent on him under grace through the way he lives dependent on the Father. And so there was a lot going on there. He came, uh, he was born under the law to redeem those under the law. And so he uh, went to those under the law to show them that they didn't have a righteousness that surpassed his. And so he was always trying to bury them under the law and uh, not try, he wasn't trying to get them to improve their behavior. But this indescribable gift is what we're going to talk about. First of all, I hear a lot of Christians bashing the Christmas tree idea, saying things like, oh, this is pagan, you know, and, uh, you know, the Christmas tree is nothing but a pagan celebration. If you're a true Christian, you don't need a Christmas tree. And, you know, first of all, I think it's important to be available and teachable. When we're in Christ the indescribable gift of Christ in us, our hope of glory, will teach us through everything. Everything teaches us about Him and our relationship in Him. Okay, and so remember, the evidence of Christ living through us will be our rest. Are you experiencing rest right now? Are you experiencing peace? Well, that's the evidence of Christ living his life through you if you're in him. Now, remember the Holy Spirit is in us too to teach us everything we need to know. One God, three functions. So the Christmas tree is symbolic. We set up a Christmas tree every year. We try to if uh, we're physically capable of doing that. And so, so far we're able to set that up. But, you know, Jesus uh, gave us a great picture of uh, the Christmas tree, and it's found in John 15, 5. First of all, he says, I am the vine. 
And then he says, you are the branches. That's John 15, 5. Now notice in a Christmas tree, you have branches and a vine that have been, you know, made one. The branches are in the vine and the vine are in the branches. So when you look at the Christmas tree, you're looking at a union, a picture of a union that we share in Christ. Of course, when we put on the lights uh, on the tree and the fancy decorations, we're going to see there that that's a picture of the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit of light. We know what the fruit of the Spirit is. Christ produces that. We bear it as branches. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, long-suffering, and self-control. Also, we know the fruit of light is found in Ephesians 5.9. For this light within you produces only what is good, right, and true. So the fruit of the light, fruit of light in the darkness, is really what we're talking about, you know, the... The decorations, the light on the tree is a picture of us just going out into the world if we're in Christ. You know, Jesus said a city on a hill cannot be hidden. And so it's a great picture. And so, yeah, instead of being so critical and judgmental or critical spirited, what we ought to do is be more teachable and let Christ teach us. So getting to this word rejoice, let's talk about the word rejoice. How do you rejoice and what does rejoice mean? First of all, Philippians 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Okay, so if you're in Christ, it's important to understand what that means. So rejoice actually means to find your happiness and pleasure and joy in Christ, in, in God's grace. Rejoice actually literally means to experience God's grace and, and his favor, to be conscious or glad for his grace, you see. And so where's our focus? Where's our thought life? It's on him. And we're finding our fulfillment and our satisfaction from him. Find your happiness in the Lord. Find your pleasure and joy in the Lord. Experience the Lord's grace and favor. Be conscious and glad for the Lord's grace. That's what Paul is saying. So rejoice in Jesus. Pray to Jesus. Give thanks to Jesus in all circumstances. Many people... You know, read this verse in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 18, which says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Paul is just saying, rejoice in the fact that you're in the Lord. Find your true fulfillment and satisfaction in Him. And praying continually is just thanking Him for what He did and for who you are in Him and, and for who He is in you and for the rest and peace that He supplies us with okay and and it says give thanks in <clears throat> in all circumstances not for circumstances a lot of times our circumstances suck they stink and that's that's reality you know jesus had many circumstances that stunk but uh, what he was doing is uh, rejoicing always in the father Okay, he was finding his happiness and his peace and his satisfaction in the Father as we find our fulfillment and satisfaction in Christ now. So he's left us an example. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So God's will is really 
in Christ. To, to do God's will is to trust Him. Okay, so by developing gratitude for what you do have, which is life in Christ, instead of focusing on what you do not have, you, you can feel empowered to take action. You know, research even shows us that those who are grateful are more likely to experience high levels of happiness and a greater sense of well-being, as well as lower levels of stress, anxiety, and depression. In conclusion, the Christmas message, rejoice, rejoice, meaning thank God for the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. God bless.